I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hola, me llamo es Patricio. Juego Ezra, the Garlock. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and it's an exciting day. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the Cucumber Festival that's rolling through town right now. Now, before I came to Murkheim and, and came to live for an extended period of time, I'd never really heard about the Cucumber Festival. Uh, I thought it was uh, quite quite quaint when I first heard about it, actually. Um, and people talked about it quite a bit. It was the strangest thing. You know, it's months away and people are still telling me, hey, you're really going to enjoy the Cucumber Festival. Hey, what are you going to do when the Cucumber Festival rolls around? Have you ever been around for a Cucumber Cucumber Festival? And I would say no, you know, not really understanding it. But now that I'm here, now that I'm experiencing the Cucumber Festival for all that it is and all that it, you know, the, the excitement that brings into town, boy, howdy, I don't, I don't see the allure. I don't see the allure at all. And I know this is an unpopular opinion. Most people in town here are raving about the Cucumber Festival, even amidst the ever-growing miasma of uncooked and un um, slightly rotten cucumbers that's permeating the air these days. I mean, it's a little bit disgusting. And, you know, you have rides. I, I appreciate that. You know, there's, there's the arcade uh, machines and the, the amusement park rides. And I, the children love it. And, and they love Kewki. Kewki, the massive cucumber mascot that is uh, actually a, what, what appears to be a morbidly obese goblin. And I'm going to just call a spade a spade here. You cannot put a, a, a tubby little golem out on the streets and say he is a cucumber mascot. I mean, it's offensive, actually. I mean, what are you people thinking? So yes, anyway, I, I, I'm pleased to experience it, I suppose, on the, on the, uh, on the chance that, you know, after, after this week, people will in the future say, hey, have you ever been around for the Cucumber Festival? And I can say, yes, I have, and I don't like it. It's terrible. And I hope that uh, you will respect my opinion on this matter. And, uh, you know, please don't, don't invite me to any more of the uh, cucumber activities, um, cucumber karaoke. I don't want to do uh, the cucumber seed spitting contest or cucumber pie eating contests. Uh, I, just, I just would like to, you know, p p perhaps just, you know, I, I think I'm just going to take a back seat on the rest of the festivities. I mean, I am supposed to be in the parade on Wednesday. But other than that, I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and bow out of the rest of, of, of this festival, basically. Well, exciting times in the story, though, so I would like to get to that, obviously. Uh, because who, who had we just run into but Prince Amatha? That's right, we're about to get some real nitty-gritty uh, intrigue stuff going on here. But first, before we get to that, I mean, everybody came for that part, I know, but, but first, we gotta, we have to settle up with, with old Ezra, right? Because when we last left, he had, he had, uh, you know, done a wonderful job pretending to be a bush. Uh, but, well, you know, what happens if you pretend to be a bush for too long is you get left out in the cold, and that's exactly what happened to old Ezra. I mean, he was still with Yarnov, 
Yeah, and pockets full of these broken weather glasses. But he was really trying to see if there was any way he could be uh, reconjoined with the rest of his party. But as he and Yanov returned to the battered and dusky gates of Murkheim, a different option presented itself. Ezra, you and Yanov are on your way back. You're walking back towards Murkheim. He's got arms mm-hmm. full of these wither glasses. Mm-hmm. And I assume you're just kind of haunt, like humming a jaunty tune or something. I mean, yeah, we're walking, you know, we're walking as you do through the woods. And uh, he's a tiny guy, mm-hmm. right? He's a little. He's a north. I mean, if you want, I mean, Lola usually, you know, she come on the shoulders. We could do. No. You think she's all right? I mean, you can get up on the shoulders if you want. It's, no, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not really much for. I mean, I could, I could fly, but I mean, I would be faster than I could. I could move much faster than you. I was just kind of. This was out of respect for, I mean, for you for not having to like walk back behind me, you know, as I'm flying along. So, I mean, that's debatable. I could run pretty quick. I mean, it's fine. Like whatever. Well, I mean, these jetpacks cool. are uh, pretty fast. So I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. Say that you told us there was a fuel issue, and I'm a golem, so I don't get tired. So, listen, you know, let's let's drop it. What's going on with all these mirrors, my man? Yeah. Um. All right. So, you know how I, like I said that I was really interested in the the the, the idea of, of the of how you guys got to to Dinderast in the first place uh, from the far, you know, east. Sure. Edge let's pretend that I remember that. And, all right. Well. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've been looking for, actually. And, you know, as we're as we're walking back, I. As I'm going to throw it out there, maybe we shouldn't bring these back to Murkheim. Maybe we should take them back to the ship. And I've got a lab there. It's not as big as probably what they've got at Murkheim, but I could take a look at these. I could maybe try to recreate one. Maybe we could. I, I, I really have been interested in getting something like this actual teleportation functioning for for quite some time. Ezra hits him with a with a dad seatbelt or a mom seatbelt as they're walking. Yep. puts his arm out in front of him and stops him, but uh, because of the height difference, it catches him right like in the bridge of the nose. Yep. He's like, "Are you telling me we don't have to go back to Murkheim?" No, I, I got a lab on the ship. Uh, it's not anything with too fancy but i mean we could go over there and i could try to either replicate this or or take pieces from one and put it in another and maybe get it functional yeah we gotta go to the ship man between you and me pissant he is very rude he's very rude he threw me into a wall he came in and he was all like angry about something and he's like my name is pissant and i was like nice to meet you pissant he threw me into a wall i don't want to help them ever yeah, they're they're kind of the worst, and I yes, I would be worried that they would take all of these and I don't know, like wouldn't share the info. I mean, I gotta get functional teleportation working. It has to be like priority for me. You know what? I could explore that further, but I don't care. To the boat. You guys set off to the boat, and uh, cool. So, what do you do while he's tinkering down in the lab? Oh, I'm fiddling around on the boat, fixing stuff, you know, finding ways to fix the hunks of railing that uh, Mirka and I ripped off in our gift competition for Moon Kevin. Okay. Uh, boarding up the room that all the Frankies are in so they cannot get out. <laughs> okay. Uh, <I> just go. <laughs> See how they're doing. And then, 
and then just uh, you know bebopping around the boat, doing some jazzercise. Was doing a little fishing, but that made me sad because it made me think about Lola. So then uh, just kind of hanging around, man, living that boat life, taking in the breeze, humming a tune, singing a song about the sea. How's that song go? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, oh, the ocean is blue, as blue as the eyes of Ruth. And they can speak to the truth of the world. Cause when you look into her eyes and she says, rub my back and you rub it real nice and slow. And then she'll say, Ezra, that's real nice. Rub a little bit lower. And then you rub real low. And then everyone's like, you were made for sex stuff. But you're like, nope. Just for massages. Something like that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now everybody knows that old sea shanty. <laughs> the old song. It's the old song about the sea. Yeah. Um, so as you're in the middle of this song, there is a uh, a bright flash of light from uh, from where Yanov has been uh, tinkering with these things. And uh, smoke starts pouring out of the room that he's in. Uh, and he throws open the door and he's like, I, I think I got it. I think I got it. Cool. He is very he he is very uh he's very singed. Let's let's teleport. Let's go somewhere. Alright, well uh so I think I, I managed to take pieces out of one and then like I welded it together in a way that I think should work. And uh we should probably take it back to that clearing just to be sure that like everything's the same. Yeah, it sounds like you thought this through way more than me. I'm just going to do it here on the boat. Go to the clearing. Yeah, I, I, I like the boat, though. I don't I don't want the boat to go anywhere. Like I, I've heard these things like take chunks of everything around it, right? I guess. Well, listen. Yeah, let's go to the clearing. I boarded up all the Frankies. Uh, so you can let them free. Well, let's wait till I get off the boat. And then... Uh, you know, we'll let them free and they'll guard the boat. Oh, well, all right. I guess I'll come back and do that. I don't want to, like, what if I need help or something? I'm Okay. We're, uh, wait, we're all teleporting together. You let the Frankies out. You say, well, watch the boat, Franklins. And then you and I will go to the clearing and the Franklins will watch the boat. Yeah, I'm not going with you through this thing. Um, This is all academic for oh. me right now. I don't. I don't really want to go to a camp with a giant 20 foot demon you know no offense but i i hope things are uh, great I mean, but uh we could bring the sure this is gonna, what? no absolutely not that's a terrible idea are we sure this is gonna work no not at all absolutely not but i mean it's our best option at this point we don't know where they went what are what are my what are my chances on the traditional one to ten scale you know where one's the highest and ten is the lowest oh, that traditional like, scale like eight like, wait, of death or survival? That's what I don't know. I mean, I scaled it based on the chances that this would fail catastrophically. Um, but that, that, that means a 20% chance that this is actual functional teleportation. Sure, I've got nothing to live for. Ruth is dead. Let's go. And off you march towards the clearing. All right. Back on the other side of, of uh, Murkheim with a mouthful of what in the world are you eating? A bagel. <laughs> bagel. 
Did you pronounce it? I was Did you say bagel? <laughs> yeah, I thought you pronounced it bagel. Did you say bagel? Okay. Bagel. Okay. Uh, not a monster. <laughs> I am not an animal. All right, so you are addressing the uh, the 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 exiled prince of uh, of Murkheim. Prince Amethyst. And we recognize that it's him? He's introduced himself as such. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, your majesty, she says and does a real bad bow. You're still tied to a chair. So it's a terrible bow. <laughs> yeah. I, I look at the guy and I'm like, bow me. <laughs> he has to pick me up and How's, bow me uh, over. Rufus getting on... Uh, well, he's got a little bit of a nick out of it, uh, but uh, the the prince when he when he when he sees you guys, he says, I, "I I think they're I think they're reasonable. We can have a discussion, right?" And he kind of nods at the master at arms, uh, and uh, you two are cut free from your bounds, but um, he doesn't seem to be so overly uh, enthusiastic about releasing Mirka the growling yeti on the floor from her bounds or jam tooth or moon kevin for that matter uh but uh you guys are cut free what about Nigel? Yeah, L- lola and Mort, you are you're cut free from your bounds i i carefully help mirka roll a little bit closer to moon kevin <laughs> all right stop interacting with her or else she might have to say something <laughs> and then i nudge her and i wink and i say stay here <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes I will. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was spot on. Yep, I'm I'm good at this. Uh and st- I'm still frantically looking for Hank, by the way. Alright. Well, he's still nowhere to be seen. Uh so the prince kind of beckons you to to follow him outside as he as he walks out through the tent flap. I look towards Mort. And I kind of shrug. Well, let, let's go, I suppose. All right. We'll follow him out. All right. Uh, so he walks uh, a li- just not too not too awful far, but I mean over towards closer to the fire. Uh, and, he, and he sits down and he says, so uh, tell me of the, of, of the story that, that they tell of my father's death. Um, well... Yes, Lola, you've read all about that. <laughs> and I totally remember it. The story I told you five uh, minutes ago? <laughs> yep, I totally do. <laughs> uh, um, I see that uh, you're uh, dabbled in some uh, dark magic, that you, uh, that you killed your dad, and, um, <clears throat> well... <laughs> Don't remember the rest. Well, I suppose those would be the the high points of the story that the I expected. The salient moments. Well, none of those happened actually, unless you consider teleportation a a dark art, which I I don't. Well, I mean, we've done it a couple times now, so I hope not. Uh, I I mean, just disguising a, a robot as a giant demon's kind of tough, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it was dark magic. Dark so. humor, maybe. Well, I mean, occasionally you have to present what they expect, right? The true 
of our, of the story of my father's death is 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 different. Um, but I have I have an alibi, uh, an unassailable mm-hmm. alibi, in fact, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could not, for reasons that I hope will become clear, uh, divulge at the time. That seems awfully convenient. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, isn't the point of an alibi to prove that you well, are Well, few people go into this life uh, looking for alibis that are convenient. My alibi was that I was not in Murkheim at the time. I was, in fact, far away in Dinderast. Oh, shit. Is this some, like, treasonous stuff? Well, light treason, I suppose. <laughs> I... Had a. I didn't realize there was degrees. Well, I mean, my father was. My father was still, still had many years ahead of him. I figured, you know, crown prince. Sure, I shouldn't be. You know, fraternizing with with Dinderast, but, you know, I found someone that I considered close and dear to me, and. He w- and Lola starts grinning and like nodding her head like, yeah. <laughs> and he happened to be a kingdom away. And so we made it work through teleportation. Dinderast is is uh, brilliant with their teleportation. Oh, yeah, we know. Uh, so I wasn't here when my father was killed. And my brother was. And when I returned... Through the portal, I I knew something was wrong. The guards, they... There was such mayhem in the castle. And as soon as the guards saw me, they converged on me. And my brother was behind them, claiming I had done it all. I called... Mm. When when I was down in the cells, I I, I called to to, to speak with him, to see what he could say. He didn't even try to hide it from me. I mean, he, he told me everything that he had found out that I had, uh, had, had found someone in, a, in another kingdom and that uh, he saw it was the perfect opportunity to move me aside, as he said. You just, you just straight up monologued? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's how evil he is. Damn. And I mean, what could I do at that point? I mean... Yes, yeah. So I was looking at uh, a certain death so I figured exile myself, right? I mean, I still had the backup emergency wither glass, you know. So when you have something... Okay, well, speaking of that, how do you have so many? Oh, well, we've actually had some time to make a few more. It's actually the technology... Yeah, a few, huh? Well, the technology is, is pretty advanced, but, you know, at, at, at distances of, of this nature, it's, it's, it's fairly rudimentary. Yes, as a wizard, I can see that. Well, I appreciate the fact that you are so open to understanding uh, my trials and tribulations, as it were. Um, I did not know what... Hey, we're, we're, we're a group of monsters living in a human world, man. Well, when Agarian suggested uh, that I return, I did not know whether I would find any uh, calm voices here. Lola's face just goes frozen. <laughs> so, uh, Agarian was on your side, was he? Uh, at the time, no. Uh, uh, when 
when my father was killed, they, they called in the court mage, Agarion, to determine whether I uh, had indeed been dabbling in dark arts. And uh, I was given kind of a, 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 a rudimentary look over for whether I was uh, <clears throat> exposed to any sort of arcane energies as of recent. And of course, having been teleported halfway across the continent and back, I certainly leaked uh, arcane energy from every pore. Uh, Agarion falsely assumed that that was the dark energies that had been, uh, the stories had been told about me. And so he did actually aid in my conviction for my father's death. But later, I think he pieced it together. And uh, Can I ask when the last time you spoke to him was? I received a message from him two months ago saying that mm. um, this time would be the time to regain my throne. Okay. He mentioned that both he and Clash Tiger would be almost certainly permanently indisposed by now. We are not fools, Wait, and I would not be attacking my own gates if Clash Tiger were here to defend them. Wait, you, are you saying that two months ago, Agarian knew that... Uh, she looks over at Mort. <laughs> uh, so, are you saying that Clash Tiger and Agarian decided to make themselves scarce so that they wouldn't have to fight you should you come to take back the kingdom? I only know that he... He said this would be the time to strike. And he seemed genuinely com uh, compassionate to my cause. I feel like in his years he has seen enough to realize the true nature of your false king, Eloy. I mean, he was, he was a pretty great man. He is a... He what? He... Mm, she looks at Mort again. He's... He's a... A wonderful chap. Um, I would trust him to the ends of the earth. I think. So... And that... That Eloy is... Is a bit of a... A wiener. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> For the first time, Amethyr actually cracks a smile, and he's, he says, he is such a wiener. <laughs> I mean, I've known some wieners in my time, but boy. Can I just say that... I mean, I, I shouldn't speak ill of the king, really. This has got to be one of the, the best moments of my life to hear royalty say the word wiener. So listen, here's... Here's what I'm here's what I'm suggesting. I could use your assistance in this matter. Um, we will not be returning to Murkheim. I have, I believe, everything I need to find my brother. Um, there is a there's there's a separate location that they have uh, a separate seat of power, as it were, in Gravemire. Uh, where where the king can flee in times of distress. Like a boat hole. A, a what? A boat hole. A, a place to run to in times of dire right, straits. Right, that would be accurate. And uh, 
we've <laughs> received enough books from the uh, from the library to to piece together where this might be for uh, for Eloy. It was you that took the books from the library. Well, yeah, we requested that through the whole demon thing. It was kind of they gave us whatever we wanted. It's been very convenient. Oh man, that well, librarian. I mean, in theory, we would be willing to aid your cause. However, we do still require some kind of proof that what you're saying is actually true. Well, I can only provide you my word. I can only provide you uh, the assurances that I received from uh, Agarian, and hopefully his word carries some weight with you. If you're willing to trust in him and trust in Clash Tiger's judgment, I can say that, that I have one more debt to repay to him. Being told this information did not come without a cost to me. And when he told me that uh, both he and Clash Tiger would be, um, he, he said quite, clean, quite clearly, permanently indisposed. He made one request of me, and that is that I make one of you the paragon of Murkheim when I claim the truck. Oh, throne. God damn it! Gulp. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I definitely uh, put my faith in Clash Tiger. I, I uh, mean, Garion was my master. I'm. He taught me everything I know. I. I mean, I. I trust him. You, 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 you've um, all been dancing around it, but I. I suppose I should. I should ask. Has Clash Tiger? Um, has 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 he met an ill fate? I uh, look at Lola. I look at Mort. Should, should we? Yeah, uh, uh, can we just say no comment? Uh, you're going to have to bluff. <gasps> Crap, I put my dice away because I thought we were done. More plays dead. <laughs> wow, my bluff is not uh, great. My heart. So, like, bluff and composure, right. I guess. Um, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was not prepared. Oh, six. <sighs> Man. Should not have been a bush. Ezra <laughs> 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 just wants to be the paragon. So badly, I got two. Six die and one six. Alright, well, he is... I mean, he is born for this kind of intrigue and, you know, the Game of Thrones type. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he sees through and we're bad liars you're terrible liars and so he uh, he, he kind of nods and he says so if something were to happen to Clash Tiger and if the relic that he wears was lost to Murkheim then we would need to send an envoy to Auster to claim Burden's rest Correct. That that's the way of it. That, that's the way I understand it. Yes. Okay. So we have little time to spare. We must. We must take action immediately. I will not ask you to make this decision, right now. Please. There is one last thing. 
I'd like to clear up. Uh, the the uh, man at arms who came to speak to us uh, said that some of the guards that you took had been killed. Uh, was that because they wouldn't join your cause? Or was they involved in some other misfortunes? We have several prisoners still who have not joined our cause. Uh, but some... Their loyalty is good, but misplaced loyalty can be dangerous. And so if a man proves himself to be a danger to our cause we will take his life as opposed to allowing him to endanger this cause so can can we talk to any of the other guys that have been here for a little while certainly i hope my beard doesn't overflow it is (laughs) certainly you will have your run of the place talk to who you wish this will not succeed, honestly, without uh, without you being on board. Uh, we we've also got uh, whatever uh, the golem that is with us is not with us right now. We kind of like to grab him. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so is he is he back at is he back at the palace proper or? Well, Ezra when you teleports into-, into the middle of yeah <laughs> in the middle of the camp immediately. And falls over. <laughs> I was a bush, and now I'm here, and I found you, and my ruse has worked. And uh, Ezra, Ezra a little warning. Surely nice to see. You. Oh, I thought you guys would have been dead. I was coming here to start just head butting the shit out of everybody. Yeah, all just, of these. So guy. there are there are about there are about uh, there are about fifty to sixty guards, and like heavily armed, but like <laughs> kind of half off duty guys sharpening knives around the corners, and like. As soon as he teleports in, everybody, like, jumps up, armed, and uh, when you guys start, like, talking to him, and obviously there's a there's a fraternity between you, then um, the prince just, like, waves everybody down real quick, and everybody kind of calms back down. Who's this guy? I say to Lola. Uh, yeah, he's the other prince, the king's brother. The rightful Apparently- heir to the throne. Right. Uh, apparently, he's trying to take his throne back from his wiener brother. <laughs> Wieners. Oh, that's good. I got a hole. <laughs> it just comes right on out. Uh, yeah, so you got an asshole brother, huh? Cool. Cool. I can dig it. You can empathize, huh? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, so uh, as we, I said, we good to leave. Don't look. Don't hey. Don't feel like. Uh, don't feel like you have to make this decision immediately. Um, what decision? Why don't why don't what you why, the demon? why don't you all take a take a few moments to talk? I I have some matters to attend to. But do you uh, tell this guy Clash Tiger's dead? <laughs> <laughs> Ezra again. Uh, the, there there will be a feast prepared <laughs> for he, you, and uh, <laughs> and we'll talk again in the morning. And he kind of chuckles his way off. To his <laughs> <laughs> hey, that guy's all right. We have to have this conversation. Which one? You can't About the birds and the bees? <clears throat> oh, no. Well, that one too, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, he seemed like a guy that would need to know. Did you see his armor? Real shiny. <laughs> Those people, they got to know things. So, 
So what's good with you guys? So here's the thing. What happened to the demon? Did you kill it more? I bet you did. You're strong as shit. Look at you. Look at you. You son of a bitch. You killed that demon. Well, just points over to the (laughs) mechanical beast. Not not quite a a demon. Oh. Um, But I said you would have killed it if if I had the chance. That's as good as my bush trick. These guys are good. (laughs) So do you remember the story about how Prince Amaranth... Amethyr. Amaranth? Amethyr. Prince Amatha, uh killed uh, King Rowan? I do, and his brother, Eloy, was like, you've killed my dad. I do remember. <laughs> yes, yeah, so apparently that was all Incorrect. a load of rubbish. Mm. Um, and it was uh, Eloy who killed the king. Wait. And now... How do we know? The prince wants to get... How do we know oh, that it was him? That's the thing, we, we don't know. Here, here's what I'm going by. I pretty much I'm gonna follow the person that um that we can all decide maybe is better for the people. I mean, that'll keep the people in, alive. It, the king is a bit of a wiener. He's a bit of a wiener. Yeah, and his buddy Pissant is a real jerk. Oh, that guy. Um, so Clash Tiger and Garion both seem to have vouched mm-hmm. for this. Prince, although we only have the prince's word. That's convenient that both of those guys are dead. Oh, oh, Ezra, you're gonna love this as well. Uh, so apparently, uh, they're gonna make one of our group the next paragon. Oh, sweet! We could just rotate. I mean, <laughs> I really want to be the paragon. It seems like it'd be real fun. But we could just have like a schedule where, like, I do it for three months, or does it for three months. Oh, it doesn't, you know, we do it, you know, we take turns every quarter. Oh, oh, we could just switch it to the seasons and they could be like, this is the season of the Paragon Mort. That's real cool. We, we got some ideas now. Oh. Okay, that's pretty sweet. I'm into yeah. that. By the way. The Winter Paragon. Yanoff, uh, <laughs> Yanoff figured out how to, how to make wither glasses. That's how I'm here. So we got that going for us. Now we can teleport whenever we want to. That'd be handy. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine that we can just keep taking the ship everywhere. People kind of know what it is. He was real concerned about the ship, but I was like, you you invented this wither glass. Now, to be fair, he did say there was an 80% chance I'd die. And since I am kind of an inanimate object, it might kill you, but I think Mort would be uh, fine, too. You're not so sure about to get me back. Oh, we're only like, what, 15 miles away from the city. <laughs> nice, nice. This guy's good. He's got lots of tricks. I believe him. Because someone who's up to this much subterfuge would definitely always tell the truth. <laughs> I, uh, I can't even begin to unpack that. So everyone else is here? No one's been tortured or murdered? No, the others are back in the tent. Mirko is still in, you know, rage mode. So we, we left her there beside Moon Kevin to chill. Mm, yeah, I sure. For the moment, chill. Uh, we really have to play along with uh, this uh, until we find out one way or another what's going yeah, on. I agree. Um, I mean, if we refuse, he's just going to take us prisoner or kill us. So, man, better to be free. Everyone's always trying to kill us. Have you noticed that? I, I have. It, it's it comes a, a lot. A strange recurring pattern. I don't know, man. Man, we're like. We're nice guys. Yeah. I mean, we're super nice. Mort, so yes. nice. He came back from the dead to help out. 
That's about as nice as you get. I was created specifically not for sex stuff, only to help people. And then, you know, uh-huh. Lola's helpful. She eats all the time, but she's helpful like a hummingbird. <laughs> I eat very quietly. You can't even tell. <laughs> all right. Uh, Lola. Um, I would say we can. Hank, Hank crawls up your leg and onto your shoulder. Is she? Oh, thank God. Hank, where were you? Uh, as you kind of look him over, he's wearing like a little braided necklace that looks like it's like braided out of some like grasses or something. Were you with Moon Kevin? This Hank character, he's crazy, man. He's always like, you're wild, Hank. Where, where, were you? Is that where you were? He kind of like cocks his little lizard head to one side. And if you look over to the side, you see a little girl, probably maybe the age of like five or six years Aww. old, that is like kind of just towing the ground. And like <laughs> she's wearing a little bracelet that looks like uh, like it's woven out of grasses, too. You cheating son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> she, she puts him back on her shoulder and kind of goes up to the girl. Most like, so, I imagine the responses that children give to these guys are either like terror or curiosity. Mm-hmm. So she kind of gauges to see what the girl is going to do. She's real bright eyed, real kind of sheepishly <laughs> smiley. And she's like, ah. Uh, Hey, are you, uh, nice, uh, Hank seems to like what, what, the collar, bracelet, His name's, necklace. His name's Rocky. Uh, uh, n- his name is Hank. Oh, uh, his name's Rocky, though. I call him Rocky. Okay, but his name is Hank. <laughs> so are you, are you Rocky's mommy? <laughs> Ah, she looks at Hank. Uh, mm, uh, mommy is a strange word to use for this relationship. <laughs> oh, did he lose his mommy like I lost my mommy? Oh, damn. Oh, oh boy. Dang. Oh, uh, well, he's a, he's a lizard, so he doesn't really... I mean, he has a mommy gen- biologically, but they're not really this... Oh, so hmm. the palace guards didn't take your his mommy. That's well, that's good. Maybe he'll find his mommy. What do you, why did the palace guards the, take the palace take guards your mom? took your mother? I don't know, but they took her. Ezra comes to come back. <clears throat> Ezra comes over. How, how long's that been? Two days or weeks? Three months. They took her. It, Hmm. <laughs> Hello, children, human children, girl, child. Children don't know times. That yeah, bad. no, they don't. Hi. Who, who's taking care of you now? Um. Well, there's a new lady that she's nice, and there's a bunch. There's a lot of people at the camp here that they they take care of me. Wait, where's your Hi. mom? I don't. Ezra came over too. I late. haven't. I don't know. They said she wasn't going to come back. Who said that? Apparently, took her. Took her from where? Took her from here? Took her from Murkheim? We were at my house. Murkheim? Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sit well with me. Listen, human girl child. Do you have a name? 
My name's Agatha. Uh, well, I'm Lola, and this is Ezra, and that's Mort over there. And I already know Rocky. And, and this Who's is Rocky? Hank. That's, oh, she's talking about Hank. Hank, you two-timing out here with your two names? You're wild. Hank's wild. <laughs> I, I take Hank onto my hand, and I, I kind of, like, you can... You can play with him for a while if you if you want. No, I'm right. bored with him. Where's the puppy? She almost starts whispering at her. You, you ungrateful son of a bitch! <laughs> Puts Hank back on her shoulder and like strokes his little um, fin. Is like, you're much better, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mort calls Rufus over. We're gonna find your mom. Rufus is not coming near this girl. <laughs> He's been burned, apparently. Not literally, but... We're gonna, Emotionally. We're, uh, the, the puppy seems to be sleeping at the moment. Uh, I'm sure you'll see him later. Okay, we can play our game. Game? What, what game are you playing? It's a chase game. I chase him. Oh, oh, boy. And he tries to run from me, and then we play. Yeah, I, I don't think he enjoys. Being no, he does because he barks the whole time. He's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, Even though you're there... terrifying, we're still gonna find your mother. Uh, could you point me out to the to the lady that's been taking care of you? Uh, yeah, she's washing the rags over there, over by the stream. Okay, I'm gonna go over to this woman. Okay. You, you getting enough to eat, Amanda? Everything going good for you? It's here at the camp. It's Agatha. Sure, whatever. Everyone being nice to you? Yeah, everybody's really nice. Okay, no one's no one's being mean or yelling at you or throwing things at you. No. Why? Okay. Just making sure, making sure everyone's being nice. Yeah, everybody's really nice. Okay. Good. All right. Well, you need anything? You let us know. We can go try and find your mom. Okay, great. Well, see you later. <laughs> you my child. How do you pee? <laughs> uh, ask me again when you're older. <laughs> there, it's a system of tubes. Don't worry about it. I like the internet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Lola's talking to a washerwoman. Uh, yeah, um, uh, are, are you the one taking care of, uh, Agatha over there? Oh, yeah, what's, what's she getting into now? Oh, no, I just had some questions about, uh, her mother. Oh, yeah, it's, it's sad. What happened? I mean, she was, she was taken in. What do you mean, taken in? Well, they said she was spreading false word against the king and, you know, things like that. And, I mean, really all she did was, was she was holding a social group for girls in, in, in the town and trying to, I don't know, get some friends around for Agatha because, you know, girl, she's a little bit boisterous and doesn't have a lot of friends. And, I don't know, somebody <laughs> didn't like it. And then they started saying to the, to, to the, to the god, hey, she's been... She's been saying things about the king and how he's a he's a he's a liar and he's a murderer and next thing you know they had her they pulled her right out. 
you know how they are. Wieners. Um, Wieners all the so way she, to the top. <laughs> all the way down. And she gives you kind down. of a she gives you kind of a knowing look that you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Lola just keeps tilting her head to the side. <laughs> um. Is she still being held, or did she... And she kind of runs her hand over her neck like... Eh. I mean, she could. It depends on a, a lot of things. I, I, I mean, right, you know. right. Yeah, gotcha. All right, well, thanks. Uh, how, how how do you like it around here? But I mean... Wait, how, how did you get here? You don't look like... You don't look like a guard. Nah, I, I'm, I'm not. Um... There was, you know, word kind of comes and goes, if you know what I mean. So some guards came and some guards returned to Murkheim in disguise here and there. And they've ushered forth gotcha. as many of us as they could quietly from the city. But, I mean, <clears throat> it's dangerous to take anyone. You know, questions start being asked, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. And and they treat you pretty well here. I've never been treated so well in my life, but huh. they uh, they're led by the true king, so that helps. Right. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. True king. All right. Ah, thanks. She says, and she'll go back to the other guys. What's that broad story? Oh, her mom was taken in. Apparently, someone was spreading falsehoods about her badmouthing the king and, you know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. She was taken mm -hmm. in. She could still be in the dungeons, for all we know. Um, A free and fair that. press. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, Come on. The, la the lady there said that, uh, you know, people are treated pretty well here. Oh, she's not a prostitute? I thought she was a prostitute. I, well, I mean, she could be. I don't know. You're trying to tell me that woman, and I turn Lola around, is not a prostitute. I mean, maybe. I am not such shaming Whatever, judging? mate. You gotta work, you gotta work. She probably makes more money than we do. I'm just saying. Hey! Hey, we make gold bars. And <laughs> then well, we steal gold bars. <laughs> well, we wore enough. profiteer gold bars. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So um, I guess we gotta find this girl's mom now, or you just say. Well, I think that maybe that's a, a it's a, a thing that we'll do when we get back to the city. But side quest. I think side we, quest. We need to talk to the others to see. I mean, they want us to be a paragon, and apparently Agarian knew that months in advance that he and Clash Tiger would be gone for good. Yes, that's uh, rather strange. Yeah. Uh. We got a lot to talk about. We should find Mirka and Moon Kevin and Jamtooth. Well, Mirka and Mirka and uh, Moon Kevin are in that tent. You know, I'm not trying to. Well, Jamtooth's in there too. Yeah, Jamtooth. You look over at the tent, and Jamtooth is not. He is sitting out in front of the tent. <laughs> uh, 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 I nudge Ezra like, mm, <laughs> maybe we'll come back later. N Nigel's still in there, though. <laughs> Nigel, Nigel is nowhere to be God. seen. But Poor maybe he, he likes to man. watch. Well, 
you know, ain't that just the way? Now listen, I, I'm not one to kiss and tell, and I'm certainly less one to tell about other people kissing, but hey, there may or may not have been some hot and heavy things going on in that tent. Um, I, I mean, I, I, okay, there was, there, there were, there were things, uh, you know, people, people break out of bonds all the time, and uh, sometimes at, at different pacing, and next thing you know, one person's half tied up, and the other person's not tied up at all, but, you know, still rolling around on the floor, and things happen, you know, sometimes people are into that, so, you know, forgive them for having a little bit of fun in this trying time, okay, you know, who are you to judge? <sighs> But can you imagine for a moment what's going through the brute force's mind at this moment? I mean, I mean their, their minds must have been reeling with the, the revelation of, of the fact that, the, I mean, their king is a wiener, obviously, first of all. His brother, who's their rightful king, did not actually kill his father, but the current king did kill his father, and so that's just bad news all around. They've been enlisted for regicide, you know, which is always a, a weird way to start a, a, a Thursday afternoon. And then, to top it all off, you know, if all things go well, one of them may indeed become a paragon. And then to find out that, that all of this was, was laid out ahead of time by a Garion, well, let's just, uh, let's just say that's the cucumber on top of the pie. So obviously, I, I mean, I don't have to sell it too hard. I know that you'll all be back here next week to see what happens next. Um, it's, it, it, it just keeps ratcheting up the intrigue. I just, I just have to say that. I mean, they're off to go kill a king at this point. So, I mean, excitement is, uh, is, is par for the course, right? So, I mean, do, do come back next time. Uh, until then, you know, take care of yourselves. Don't eat too many cucumbers. I mean, they look appetizing, but, you know, just wait a little bit on it. Brine them up a little bit. Pickles are great. You should really try it. And uh, You may or may not know this, but there are all types of varieties of pickles. I mean, you could get dill pickles, sweet pickles. I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm sure there are other options. Um, you could do those as well. So, you know, branch out, maybe. You know, maybe live, a, live a little, you know. And, uh, do indeed tip your minotaur bartender. I will see you next time at the Gilded Ram. Broke house into you. Hey there, potatoes. Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well, then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends. Transformation Sequence Podcast, and You're a Wizardary. You can also head over to BruteForcePodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of Eorith. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at Patreon.com slash BruteForce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday. So go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.